What is up, everybody? Welcome to the All Punked Up Podcast. I'm Tyler Winters. John Pierman is here. And today, we thought we'd have a little fun and play a game called This or That, and then another game of Would You Rather. So just see how this goes. But John, let's go ahead and um, let's play a game of this or that. So I've got a few questions that we can kind of go over and we'll just see where it goes. So this or that, John. So let's take Green Day's Dookie album versus Blink-182's Enema of the State. It's so tough. Which is more of a classic, definitive pop punk album, would Uh, you say? This uh, is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to... Enema of the state for me. Okay. Um, just because it didn't quite get so much radio airplay, like it's it doesn't uh it holds up a little bit better for me. Whereas the songs from Green Day were a little bit more um overplayed. Yeah. I yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Man, I I do think this is a tough one. I absolutely love Dookie and I love Enema and, and I love them both for different reasons. Um uh, they're yeah, both they iconic both have albums. Like no filler. They're all great all the way through. Ex- exactly. I personally think if I had to choose one to listen to, I would immediately grab Dookie. Mm. Um but as for which one is more classic and which one's more a definitive pop punk album? I feel like I have to go with Enema of the State because when you're talking pop punk, like that's Enema of the State is the pop punk staple sound, I think. Sure. Um, at there least may be coming... some recency bias there too with it just being more pertinent sure. to right. uh, the genre as it is now. But I also feel like Dookie is so iconic and it, it, without Dookie there probably isn't a Blink-182 so it's really a tough it's, a it's chicken really and tough. The egg kind of thing yeah but I think you know when we're talking pop punk albums it's got to be Enema of the State that's my pick yeah I think so, we both fall on that yeah I, I want both though oh yes absolutely so John let's stick with Blink-182 here okay. what song of Blink-182's are you picking in this or that Anthem or Anthem Part 2 Anthem. Oh, you like the first anthem? Yeah. Okay. Mine. I'm. Is there any reason why? Any? Uh, I prefer anthem out? lyrically. Okay. Um, musically, they're both great. Uh, I like both, but I I prefer anthem lyrically. Okay. I'm uh, I'm going with anthem part two, uh, because I love the music a lot more. It's a little. I don't even want to say darker, but it's just got a different tone to it. It's got a different attitude to it. I think I'll agree with you that the lyrics and anthem one is definitely better than anthem two mm-hmm. but i'm not necessarily a lyric guy so i'm more of how the melody and the music makes me feel so sure. anthem part two is a banger to me so i'm gonna pick that one and it i don't know if you know this but did you know that there's a rumor that there's going to be an anthem part three on this upcoming i had not heard uh, blank that album yeah so be interesting to see that one might overtake both yeah hopefully it's true because why not i just think that'd be sweet all right another one this or that? Holograms at concerts. Yes or no? No. Okay. I also am going to say no. Um, I think it's weird. I guess uh, Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park was asked if they would do any concerts with Chester Bennington being mm-hmm. hologrammed in. And he said no. Uh, those are creepy. So, yeah. And I guess this has already been done for Tupac, Michael Jackson, uh, and there's another one. Whitney Houston was another one, and I'm sure they've done others. 
Uh, but those were the most famous ones, I think, as of late within the last few years. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how those were received by people in the audience, but I don't really see what the point is. Like it's, it's not going to be them performing. It's just going to be a hologram. It's fake, you know? Yeah. I was surprised with like the quality of it, but it didn't like, it didn't make me want to go, go see a hologram concert. Yeah. I mean, I'll just watch it on YouTube and just check it out for a few seconds and see what it looks like and how it sounds and all that. But it's like, I I just don't see what the point is. Now, would you Um, go to a venue if they were simulcasting a concert and you watched it like a, a live movie? So you're in like a concert venue, but the band wasn't actually there. They were just uh, doing a simulcast. Absolutely not. Show. Okay. Again, I don't, I, I don't see the point. Right. I want to see it. I want to see it live. I want to hear everything live. I don't want anything else. I just want live music. I mean, it would be at the time that the concert was happening. It would be live simulcast. Yeah, but, but no, not not in like it. a venue style. You know, so you'd so, have the big speakers. And you're saying the band is performing just, just somewhere else? Just at a else. different venue, yeah. Mm, I'd rather just be in my house and pay for, you right. know, to watch it live streamed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just uh, a side note. Yeah. In songs, John, which is more important to you, melody or lyrics? Well, uh, hmm. uh, lyrics, I think, just by a nose. Okay. Um, I, had a I mean, I like, it, I like a good hook every now and then too, but usually the lyrics have to resonate with me a little bit for me to truly get in there and get in there deep. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. For me, uh, it's melody all day melody. I think I've said this before, but it's like, that's what I'm paying attention to first. I'm listening to guitar melody. I'm listening to verse melody. Definitely. The chorus has to be strong. But if I love those things, I usually love the song. And I don't really even pay attention to the lyrics at all on first listen. I just don't. Uh, lyrics are, a, are an afterthought for me. And I'll come, if I like the song well enough, I'll come back and check out the lyrics. And usually that'll make me like the song more uh, if the lyrics are good. So mm-hmm. lyrics are important, but melody. Yeah, I wish I approached it more that way because I, I probably would you know what? be a little bit more open to stuff. But I think you can tell that too in in like – Looking back at the songs that we wrote when we were in a band, my I de- my lyrics definitely weren't the greatest. Um, like, but yours, you had like almost like a storytelling aspect to some of your songs, uh, which I always kind of wanted, but I just was never mm. able to do that. And and yeah, so like I, I was always melody first. Like the melody would come in my head, and then whatever words just popped in there would would be the first thing, and then I'd kind of base the rest of the song off of those first few words that came about. Yeah. I probably had a lot of songs that just had no melody option. It was just like yeah. more like I, poem I, poet. Not that I was yeah, trying I think, to write poetry, but you know, yeah. sometimes the lyrics just don't work. Yeah. Sometimes I'd have a melody and we'd take one of your uh, lyric sheets that you had and we just kind of, you know, make it work, uh, find a way yeah. take songs, lyrics out and add some here and there and just yeah, uh, I'm tr- fine tune it. It's been a long time since I've seen any of it. Like the, the I've got some material, so I've got some. I found your uh, old green binder in my basement, so next time we get together, I'll bring it so you can check oh, it out. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, another one at concerts. We've kind of talked about this before. Backing tracks or no backing tracks? It's either all or nothing. What do you want? None. Me too. And I think we kind of already talked about it too. Yeah. I like live music. I want to hear it how you're going to perform it live. I don't, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to sound like the studio uh, version. 
I don't want to hear the studio version. I want to hear the live version. So sure, and I'll forgive it for a song or two, but I don't want it to be a, a you know something going yeah. throughout the whole performance. Yeah, not at all. Um, I, and I don't care if it sounds a little flat. Like you don't need to have if you if you've got three or four guitars. Like I I think on Dookie, there's probably three or four guitars playing on that album, but he only has one or two guitar players when he's playing it live. So I'm okay with that. I'm fine yeah. with that. Okay. When it comes, this one is just for fun, uh, unless okay. you've got any others. When it comes to the dishwasher, John, do you place your silverware handle up or down? Down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of wondered this because I used to be a handle up and I've moved to handle down. But then when I moved to handle down, I questioned it because I I understand the thought process. Handle down means the top part where you eat off of is going to get cleaned better, right? It's more uh, exposed, generally. It's more yeah. exposed. But when you take out that silverware, guess what you're touching with your dirty hands unless you wash them first? You're touching the top oh, part my, where you eat. My hands are clean, so, sir. Uh, not all the time. They're not, I bet. I fish them out with my mouth. Oh, Okay. Well, that's fine, I guess, because it's going back Uh, in your mouth. Yeah, and I mean, that has a lot to do with the setup of our dishwasher, though, because it's got, like, little flaps. And if I wanted to put them, you know, four inside down, then you'd have to fold the thing over for the, you know, a lot more effort. Yeah, and maybe maybe that's the that just shows that that's the way we're supposed to do it. And I'm all about less effort. Oh, absolutely. Anything to make things easier, I'm all for. Yeah. All right. Except for backing tracks. Get that shit oh, out. Yeah, cut that fuck shit out. Um, God, I would have loved gotta... to have backing tracks, though. <laughs> what, when we were playing? Yeah. Dude, you know what, though? Listening to our live stuff, we held our own, and we did pretty damn good, I think. We didn't need them. I don't think. No. Maybe when we were three-piece, just to fill it in a little bit more, but yeah, we did fine as a three-piece. Or just a general um, knowledge of music theory when we were three-piece would have been better. Yeah. Right, I feel like yeah. once we got to four, we had a little bit better uh, hold on you know, song structure and stuff oh, like that. So. Absolutely. All right, John, you got any others that you want to share? Any other this uh, or that so this you can come up that. with? This or that. Could hmm. be anything. Music or not. Have you been watching uh, Last of Us at all? No. I keep hearing people talk about it, though. Oh, my God. It's so good. Because I was going to go that or Walking Dead, but oh, I don't know if you're um, a Walking Dead fan at all. We were no, for I, like a little while, and then it it got repetitive yeah, and long. I think we watched about maybe four episodes, so we didn't really get into it. No, but uh, I'll tell you right now, what's Last of Us about? It it too is about a, a zombie pandemic, except okay. it's it's a fungal infection. Okay. So it's not like truly zombies. They have a fungal infection, and so that that's how they spread. The fungus takes over the brain. Okay. And they want to spread the fungus to other parties. So. Okay. But it actually mm. takes place 20 years after the event. So it's 20 years into the oh, you know, interesting. The en- endemic or whatever you want to call it. So it's well, way, I'm gonna go ahead. way further down I, the timeline. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, The Last of Us because that sounds more intriguing, I it think. Is. Yeah. So. There you go. Up to this point, I never played the video game or anything, so I had no knowledge of it going in, so that helps. Yeah. Yeah, I had just learned that it was based off the video game uh, maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. I remember playing Resident Evil, though, on PlayStation, how scary that game was. 
You'd be walking, it'd be all quiet and dark, and then suddenly and dude, that like was a dog zombie. Yeah, that was the first one. So imagine what they're like uh-huh. now. So. Yeah, I think I played two. I don't ever remember playing anything after that. Yeah. But we went to an arcade for our a part of our anniversary. We went to this place outside Bloomington, and it's like an arcade museum. Mm-hmm. They have all sorts of arcade games. Yeah. And do you remember the scene in Talladega Nights where Ricky Bobby's trying to get back in the race car, and he's playing a race car game to... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a trading uh-huh. mechanism. I was doing this like combat jet game, and I just started screaming. I was going so fast, and I had no control <laughs> over the plane. I just started screaming the exact same way. Oh, oh, I got him old. I, now I wonder how I'm going to react if I get on like a roller coaster or something that I really used to enjoy. Ooh. Because now if I climb up on something and it's high, I'm like, oh, shit. How am I going to get down? So um, I bet you you still will like roller coasters. Um, All right. I bet you the only thing that's changed, at least because this is this is what's changed for me, because I've been on plenty of roller coasters in the last you know couple of years. I, I love roller coasters. I love them to be fast. I like to go you know dips loop-de-loops. and turns and stuff. Oh, I haven't done loop de loops in a while, but I, I think I think I would be fine on those. But I don't like spinning. I don't like spinning around, so I can't uh-huh. do that anymore. So so we got on a swing set, and I was just swinging really high. I didn't even like that anymore. Oh, it was disorienting. Uh, then you may not like roller coasters. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dang, Something that's crazy. happened. I don't know what happened. You just hit a certain age. I think I think that's what it is. Like if if I try to spin around in a circle twice, I have to stop. <laughs> like just two two times. I can't do it. All right, John, let's play Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. So I got about six of them here. Okay. Would you rather listen to only one song for the rest of your life or never listen to music again? I mean, I don't have to listen to it 24 hours a day, right? It's I would just say the only no. song I can listen yeah. to. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I would I would take that. Yeah, me too. Because I can't imagine a world without music. I'd have to at least have something. Yeah, I mean, I can spread it out. I might do it once right. a week or something, but, you know, at least yeah. something. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that'd be terrible not to have anything. All right. Would you rather be a famous musician but never write your own songs Ooh. or be a relatively unknown musician with a loyal following of fans who love your original music. Uh, the latter, I think, cause I could still make okay. a decent living if I have enough, you know, I have, if I have a decent following, then I can make a decent living as a musician. So I yeah. go there. And, so, uh, if you're a good songwriter, then maybe you're selling your songs. Oh, good point. Royalty action. Good point. I never thought of that. I like that. Uh, I, I like that thought. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was hard for me at first to choose, but based off of what you said, I might take the latter as well because, you know, when we first started making, you know, started the band, my goal was always for us to get famous and, you know, but I, I loved writing our own songs too. So I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I don't think that that would be so fulfilling because what if you're singing songs that you don't really care to, to sing? So yeah, talking this out, I think I'm going to have to go with the latter and, and choose uh, be a relatively unknown artist but have a good following mm-hmm. um, that I could hopefully make a career out of still. Yeah, I think even back then I would poo-poo stuff if I didn't really want to play it. I was probably right, and I, difficult to get along with in that aspect because I would be like, no, uh, I don't like it. I don't want to play it. Yeah, but I think we all pretty much agreed. Like We all kind of listened to the same kind of music. Um, and we kind of always all agreed. I don't think there was ever one song that we're like, what, you don't want to play this song. We, it's like, awesome. You know, like we all kind of agreed that, eh, this is one that's not going to be played. 
Number three, would you rather attend a concert featuring your favorite artist but have terrible seats or attend a concert featuring an artist you're not as interested in but have front row seats? Depends how terrible the seats are. I know. Is it like... Like, are they just visually terrible or, like, audibly terrible? Gosh. I don't know. However you define terrible, I guess. I think I'd go the the act I like. Yeah. Okay. I would, too, because you're you're only going to have fun, I think, in the front if you're really enjoying, of course, enjoying the show. But I feel like you'll have even more fun if you have familiarity with the band. Um, And that actually goes for any type of concert. I don't think I'm ever interested in going to a concert where I've never heard the band. Um, yeah, if it was an artist like I didn't know, it might be cool to be up front. Yeah. Because then it's a new experience. But yeah. And I know, like, I'm never going to purchase tickets that have an obstruction view anyway. So I might buy some nosebleeds. I could see that mm-hmm. being a thing. So I think that's what I'm going to define as terrible is something that I would potentially purchase, not something I wouldn't purchase at all. So yeah, I'm going to say uh, go to my favorite band. Uh, with bad seats. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Number four, would you rather play an instrument that you're not very good at in front of a large audience oh, or God. sing a song that you don't know the words to in front of the same audience? Uh, instrument. Yeah, instrument. Because I feel sing, like you could fake it. Singing your- and not knowing. Having done some bad karaoke performances of songs I thought I knew, and Ooh. then you just realize, well, I don't know how the verses go, really. Like, I know the words, <laughs> but I don't remember the like the pacing right. and the melody of these verses. So it's just like you just start reading stuff. Yeah, right. And I feel like, too, even if you know the melody, if you don't know the song or the words, then you're going to have to make some stuff up on the spot. And I can't make up words on the spot. I can't flow like that. So, But I think I could yeah. fake my way through a song playing an instrument, like if it's guitar or something. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been as embarrassed when I said I was going to rap battle somebody, and you just realize, <laughs> oh. oh, you're you're like your brain really has to function a certain way to be able to do that, and mine did not. Was that at the show that we had uh, at that like bowling alley where yep. we played a show with a rapper who was actually really yeah, cool, yeah. really cool? Dude. Yeah, you guys egged me on to go freestyle, and I think I, and the other person went first, and I mean it wasn't like mind-blowing or anything like that but i was just like i got nothing yeah that that's basically how it was and i think you just dropped yeah, the mic and was that like, was it i just got nothing uh but i mean looking at me i don't think the expectation was high no it, we had just played too it's like you're in a you're the bass player in a band I yeah mean, nobody was looking at me like oh i bet that guy's got bars <laughs> candy yeah, bars right. maybe maybe candy bars yeah. uh in his white van um, would you rather have the ability to instantly learn any song on any instrument or have perfect pitch? Um, no, the instrument thing. Oh, okay. Learn any I song think. on any instrument. Yeah. Okay. That's a much cooler thing. Yeah. There's tons of people that have perfect pitch. That's true. I feel like I would pick perfect pitch though. Um, I, cause I don't, Although, man, it is kind of cool when you can instant, like I've always envied people who could pick up songs quicker than I could, like just by ear. Um, That's definitely kind of a learned thing. But uh, I don't know. Like, I guess since I 
sing a lot in our band. I like, I just kind of go towards the singing side. Sure. Um, so I think I'd pick perfect pitch cause I think I'm okay with how I play guitar now. Yeah. All right. Last one. Would All you right. rather be able to attend any concert or music event for free or be able to meet and hang out with your favorite musician for an hour? Uh, any concert for free. Really? I mean, if that's a lifetime thing, yeah, it would be a lifetime for, thing. Yeah. For life. For life. I mean, you might happen happenstance meet the band anyway. If you're going to every concert, they'll be like, "Hey, it's you again. Why don't you come backstage?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be cool to get to every concert for any concert for free for the rest of your life. But man, I, I don't know. I've when you listen to music, I, at least for me, when I listen to music or hear interviews or hear stories, I immediately want to ask questions. So. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be sweet to sit down with any artist I want to for an hour and just discuss whatever comes to mind. I think that'd be sweet. That's my go-to. Yeah. I mean, it depends if it's an artist that's willing to have that kind of discourse or if they're just an asshole. Oh, that's true too. I, an hour with an asshole. I, I'm assuming they want to talk to me too. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Not that all artists are assholes, but it does happen. Sure, absolutely. Sometimes Egotistical you, and you just you just don't click with people too. Right, that's true. I've met a, you know one of my favorite bands before, and there's like three of the guys I could have a good conversation with, and then the other two are just like, "Hey, who who doing? are we talking about? We want to include it." Uh, Woco. Met, oh, so really? We got to do a, a sign, and uh, we went to an in store performance and got to meet the band afterward. But oh, it was cool. just like a it was like a lineup thing. You got something signed, and you could talk very briefly. So oh, like gotcha, gotcha. We weren't backstage or anything like that. Yeah, you got to wonder too. Like, how long have they been doing this? And is are they? Tired well, you know, and... when you're like eighty people deep in a line, they're not. You know. Yeah, they've lost. They've lost a lot. There's of things they'd rather be doing. Right. Do you want me to include their na- the band name in there? Or no. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. All right. Fuck them. Uh, all right. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're really digging our show, please consider helping us spread the word and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. A five-star review would be greatly appreciated, and please let us know what you're liking most about this show and also what you'd like to hear more of. So with that, thanks again, and remember, spread love. Peace. Peace.